0: Hello and welcome to Steeped in Mystery. I'm Amanda
1: and I'm Jenna. Welcome back,
0: uh,
1: Jenna. I don't know how
0: to count clearly.
1: <laughs> uh, no, that was a little bit difficult for you for right now, but you know what? It is a little late, and it's been a long day, so uh, yeah. I I can respect that. So, um, Amanda, oh, y- you you kind of took the took the reins a little bit on the Gateway Project and our two parter. Yeah. So um, I'm going to kind of take the reins on our episode today.
0: All right. Let's get into it.
1: So we we are talking about shadow people.
0: And we're drinking some Sweet Dreams tea to go with Sweet it. Sweet
1: Dreams tea. <laughs> um, hopefully that works well for us because oh, this, this <laughs> might make um, a little bit of a chilling experience for I'm some. Gonna,
0: I'm going to be scrolling the social medias tonight trying to forget what we talk about, aren't I? Yep.
1: Okay. Yep, yep, yep. In right. fact, you might want to buckle in now because it gets a little. We'll just. It gets a little get weird. Get the
0: airplane seatbelt on. Yeah, and see where we go from go. there. <laughs>
1: there you go. Okay, so we're gonna start with um, we're, we're gonna talk about it's gonna split. Okay. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about shadow people to get it rolling, and then we might kind of evolve into Hat Man. Oh, okay. Okay. <sighs> You got it? I
0: got it. Okay.
1: Okay. She got it. Okay.
0: Stretching out. I'm ready for this. Okay.
1: So shadow people. Um, Sometimes they look like a blob or an animal. Yeah. Um, Sometimes have features like faces, eyes, and mouths. Um, They can have fast or slow movements or sometimes choppy.
0: Yeah. And I've even caught some like internet videos of like security footage of shadow people going through scenes. I don't know if you've seen those.
1: I have not. But to be honest, researching this episode, it made me wonder, like, so the the instances that I've had with what I thought were ghosts, I now wonder if they were shadow people. Mm. I'm I'm a little bit mm, on the fence about it. I know for sure there was one incident of a shadow person, but the other incident in the theater was, I still think it was a ghost.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So most often times they are humanoid, um, and they look exactly like is described. They're a shadow that moves and reacts to being seen. Um, it's interpreted as a spirit or an entity silhouette that flickers in and out of peripheral vision so sometimes you only see him on the peripheral um that's been my experience sometimes other people have said this like a f- head-on smack in the face kind of experience yeah. right yeah 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 so um often described as mostly menacing but some believers do not agree they are unsure whether they are evil helpful or a neutral energy
0: oh man i'm i've got to err on the side of the people who believe they're menacing
1: i would agree with that 100 um but they do agree okay. that with shadow people they watch yeah they follow and they are very real so um. this sleepy time tea is gonna really whoo yeah, we we better just...
0: we should have added we we should added a little something extra to this one. Oh no, maybe we should have.
1: Maybe we should have. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So um what are they? Are they ghosts? Not ghosts? Unlike ghosts.
0: I've heard theories they're like people peeking through dimensions.
1: Mmm. We might get into that. Ooh. That has hints of our last episode.
0: Yes, it does.
1: So One thing they say is that there are no, like, really discernible facial expressions or discernible clothing details. They're very lacking in that aspect. But they're definitely not like a white mist. Yeah. It's a black shadow. Yeah. So you think about, like, Peter Pan and when he was trying to catch his shadow.
0: Yeah. And all
1: you could see was the shadow but
0: they're more three-dimensional than that
1: correct yes correct so some people think are they astral bodies ess- essences of people who are having an out-of-body experience oh and that's why they're black shadow people so that ties into last week um but why shadows um Maybe they're time travelers who are just passing through our time line and they're observing us. So that actually, when you think about it, okay, think about it. Ghosts are usually white, you know, ethereal.
0: White from the past, black from the future, like that kind of vibe. I could get with that. So like
1: white is like actually deceased ghost and black is like actual presence just in a different...
0: Me, yeah. I, I don't like I like that less than the idea that they're like right? demonic entities.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. True. Just because sure. it scares me more. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So, um, interdimensional beings have often also been pegged as shadow people they have um, found a way to be partly visible in our world the theory is that all things have vibrations and we (laughs) talked about that last week and our existence is starting to mesh with other dimensions so increased sightings of shadow people because our vibrational patterns are getting more
0: telling you our conspiracy board is getting more pins and strings and
1: And it has to be red string
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. With obviously like 100%. cut out magazine letters, like a serial killer.
1: Yeah, 100%. Or are they aliens? So some people report gray aliens as walking through walls and windows and disappearing in the blink of an eye. And people also describe that with shadow people. Um, they also say they have unbelievable talents. So what if... I mean, honestly, I mean, if you have to consider every theory, shadow people being aliens kind of has to play into that factor, right? I've got (gasps) like the whole
0: meme with the girl doing math at her head going on right
1: now. (laughs) (laughs) Equals MC what?
0: Oh, I don't. mm.
1: Yeah, that's that's a little bit much.
0: That's that gives. mm. That's a
1: little bit much. Yeah. I get you. That's some I bad getcha. energy. Like. So there, there is even a theory, and I actually stumbled upon this, and I thought it was a great, great theory because it just adds a different perspective. But some people think that that um, they are shape-shifting jinn. Oh. They are jealous humans um, that dominate this reality. They can be curious. Um, infatuated, obsessed, playful, tricky, or hostile and malevolent, which kind of makes sense to me because the shadow people, most shadow people that I, I wouldn't say most, okay, rewind, um, the one episode of a shadow person, I think they didn't want to be seen. It was more of, I'm trying to hide. And then the other episode of a shadow being, I thought it was more of a ghost that was just kind of walking past me so um n- so when when you think of the djinn, it's neither all good nor all bad, but just like humans, they can
0: a self-centered being they
1: yes, but they can take our shape, but only as a shadow oh. Yeah. So not not necessarily a complete shapeshifter like in the, I don't know, like in the realms of supernatural or something like that, but just they can sort of assume a human trait.
0: They've got just enough of it.
1: Right. Right. So my shadow person story happened when I was um, a CNA, like a a certified nurse's assistant because I started out. I started out the low people. The low. The low, low, low. The low, low, low. So when I started out as a CNA, um, they did not have disposable diapers for adults. Oh. Yeah.
0: Why? Yeah.
1: So that was way back.
0: Why that, would they do that That, that dates to me. You? <laughs> that dates
1: me a lot. But this particular incident, I was working on a haul that I actually really enjoyed, but the majority of the people on that hall were nonverbal. They just had dementia so bad that they literally couldn't move, couldn't take care of themselves, couldn't feed themselves, couldn't do anything. So they were literally dependent on you for absolute. it was like, a, they were like babies. Yeah. Literally like babies. So there was the room at the end of the hall that every time I walked into it, It was just, I hated it.
0: Like bad energy all around. Oh, yeah.
1: Bad juju, bad everything. And for the most part, that room always stayed empty for some reason.
0: Okay. That's not
1: suspicious. I know, not at all. But I was actually very happy about that because there was one night that I was looking down the hall and I'm like, okay, I've put everybody in this room in bed. I've put everybody in this room in bed. Everybody in this room's okay. I've checked on everybody in this room. So I was like mentally doing like check, you know, check, 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 check. Have I done everything I need to do? And I was looking down the hall and at that room, I saw a shadow duck into that room. No. And it was definitely like, it's hard to explain. Like it was definitely on two legs and definitely looked like it, like it just looked like a human shadow. I mean, I can't even describe it any other way. But it ducked into that last room and I went, oh, I think everybody's good. <laughs> My shift is over in 20 minutes. Yeah, buddy. And I literally, I was like, there's no way in hell you could pay me any amount of money to go down to that room to see if anybody is actually in it.
0: No, I would have tried to leave work early at that point.
1: Yeah, and the one time I remember that we did have a patient in there, um, he was Spanish-only speaking, and every night at sundown, he would lose his shit. Like, he was... Like, you could tell he was terrified. Just terrified. And so eventually... Like, it got to the point where we had an opening in another room, and so the powers that be management or whatever decided to move him to another room.
0: Did the fear stop?
1: Yes. Like, he was much more manageable. He just, yeah, it was was not a good vibe thing. It was not
0: a good vibe thing. (laughs) Like, it almost would have felt better if he went to the other room and was still the same. Yeah. 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 Because then you're like, oh.
1: Oh, it's just him. And there's actually a condition that's, it's called sundowners. And so people with dementia, when the sun goes down, for some reason, they get more hyper, um, I want to say hyperactive, but it's almost like their confusion magnifies once the sun goes down and they call it the sundowners. But that was not him.
0: Because when he moved rooms, it changed. Yes. Nope yeah yeah
1: so amanda you you told me that you had a little story
0: i do um
1: about shadow people
0: i don't know if i've told it to you before but i've definitely never told it to our viewers before
1: no (laughs) so i'm going into this blind
0: uh okay so i'm 14 15 years old Hmm. and i was an early bird at this time because i had to wake up feed the cats feed the horse and go off to seminary which is like mormon Pro. Oh. it's it's like the school yep. before school but it's just talking about like mormon related stuff
1: like religious school yeah
0: yeah, yeah okay. so like i was getting up before the crack of dawn mm. and my room was in the basement so i had this routine i'd walk up the stairs and i'd hit all the lights as i entered the room in a way that i didn't have to cross a dark room because oh I, sure I, I didn't like yeah. the dark okay So every morning, um, there was like this peninsula in the middle, like this island, but it had uh, little supports coming off of it, creating archways. Okay. So I'd walk up the stairs and hit a light switch, walk across the living room past the peninsula, hit another light switch, and then I could enter the kitchen and walk through the kitchen and hit one more light switch in the dining room, and then the whole area would be lit up.
1: Okay, fair. 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 So
0: so every room would be light as I entered it. Now, in our dining room area, like a lot of people, we had the china hutch with the mirrors in the back. The light switch was off to my right and the mirrors were off to my left. And like this was routine for me. I did this every day. And one day I got up and I flipped living room light switch. Okay. Kitchen light switch. And then I go to flip the dining room light switch. And as I do, I catch a reflection in the mirror and I... I I see the shadow of this woman and I jump and I scream and I turn around because I'm sure someone has come up the stairs.
1: No. And I turn
0: around and there's no one there. Oh, no. So I turn back because I thought, oh, my eyes are tricking me. I got frightened of the dark. Okay. So I turn back around and I see my reflection and I see her. And I say her because it was a very female form. I could tell it was a woman in some way but it was uh, like a 3D shadow is how I interpreted it my friends at the time and she had like longer arms than were normal and she she literally I could not move I was so scared I could not move I went into straight freeze mode and she lifted up but her... But you're
1: literally awake because you're out of bed. I was, you're turning on light switches.
0: I was so awake. This is
1: this is not sleep paralysis because that's no. la- that's like a huge thing in shadow people.
0: I was so... I'm literally getting chills right now because I, it oh, still gosh, gets to me. Oh, Amanda. I don't keep room, mirrors outside my bathroom anymore because of this. Oh. I literally... She started lifting up her finger and not even walking, but moving towards me from out of the mirror. And it wasn't until she was nearly, like, at the cabinet that I was able to, like, jump out of it. And I screamed. My brother came running out of his room from the upstairs room. Oh. And he's like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? And, like, I'm like, was that you? Was that you? And he's like, no, no, what's happening? What's happening? This is like, like oh my, my gosh brother. Like, there's no way it oh was him. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I, I was so upset by this that the rest of the day i was like sick to my stomach i cannot look in mirrors especially like dark mirrors and not think about this i am i am positive shadow people are real and i in my experience am positive they do not have good intentions oh
1: my gosh i'm literally hanging on my chair right now because i'm like i need to ground myself this is crazy can't
0: do it it's it was so frightening. Mm. She was so real. It, I, I can picture everything about her, the long hands, the long nails. Like, she almost looked veiled in a way. Oh. Like.
1: That's almost, oh, the creep factor.
0: And, like, immediately that night when I came home and I was done with school, I was Googling, what did I just see? What just happened? And, like, it wasn't until, like, three days later that I found out shadow people were a thing.
1: Oh, so you did. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh!
0: I uh.
1: okay, okay.
0: I would say that was like my first, my first ever real paranormal experience, and it changed the way I thought about the world so fundamentally.
1: Gotcha! Wow, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy.
0: Anyway, I'm never gonna own a china hutch. <laughs>
1: okay, fair enough. Okay, no china hutches for Amanda. No. Okie dokie. Yeah. I'm so glad we're drinking this tea right now because I need something to relax me.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: So now that we've kind of talked about shadow people and that what they could be, what they can't be, there's one particular, I want to call it, like maybe a spinoff of shadow people. Some people claim it's its own entity, but others claim it's a distinct shadow person of its own.
0: Yeah, and if we're going with... Aliens, or if we're going through with time travelers, maybe mm-hmm. it's one that has existed for longer or goes out more often than any others.
1: Right, 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 right. So what what we're talking about right now, people, is Hat Man. Mm. Yeah, I know. Hold hold on to your. You might want a five five point harness. I, I probably it should at have done point. that like
0: a little while. Yeah, maybe you I'm, should. I'm running on goosebumps oh, and anxiety right now. Okay, I got.
1: So what is Hat Man? We go go back to the same thing about shadow people. Is it a ghost, an entity, all on its own? Is it an alien? So many theories, right? But mention of the Hat Man dates back decades. Decades. Uh, Some think that he's related to other phenomena, um, shadow people, but there's enough evidence to show that he's a separate entity. So, I mean... There's that. There are many reports over decades of people all over the world seeing hat man. So not, it's not just a U.S. phenomena. It's, it's literally everywhere. It's global. It's an entity that legitimately, um, the one distinction is they're wearing a hat and you can see that. Okay. So, um, description again, always has a hat. Some people say a fedora is most common. So think 1950s, brim, you know, not too tall on the top. But um, some have said it's brimmed like a cowboy hat or top hat. So they've seen variations of it.
0: I know a lot of people have, have explained them to be like the Babadook. Oh, gosh. Yeah.
1: Okay, that that's a whole nother episode. But I will tell you right now that the Babadook is one of, th- like, my top five favorites for scariest films. Who? Babadook, top five.
0: All right. We're, we're going to yep. have to touch on that. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, I Yeah, I've heard him, disc- this hat man described in that way of that, like, Mm -hmm. there but not there but definitely has
1: yes definitely so it's like it doesn't matter what the rest of the shadow is but you can see hat the hat outline so the the other thing is is that a lot uh, most often um people describe him as wearing a long trench type garment or trench coat Mm -hmm. so it's not like you can see body shape or shape of legs it's just it's
0: almost like head hat coat
1: or cape or something that's flowing um uh no facial features but sometimes glowing red eyes Mm. just depends and sometimes a wide unnatural toothy smile no thank you no thank you Mm. um often described as anywhere from six to ten feet Tall, but also very thin. Mm-hmm. So, if any of you have seen um, Conjuring 2, there's the crooked old man <gasps> in Conjuring. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, there's been some people that have actually had eyewitness accounts of Hatman that describe him as being almost exactly like nope. Nope. Conjuring nope. 2. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, no. Amanda says nope already. I'm done. I'm glad you put on the five-point harness because you can't go anywhere.
0: Yeah, I can't escape now.
1: Yep, nope, not going anywhere. So uh, most occurrences happen at night, and while the, I'm going to say victim, because obviously one um, uh, I'll get into that, we'll circle back, but I'm going to say victim is in bed, and it is common for them to wake suddenly with a feeling of dread. And as they're looking about their surroundings, they witness the hat man in their room, or even entering their room. Nope. Yes. No. So one story that I read was the person had like a a built, like the room was old enough it had a built-in closet with drawers underneath the closet, and they... They literally woke up starting like like startled awake and they're looking around the room and they see the closet door. It was on sliders. And they see the closet door slide open.
0: I'm gonna cry, no.
1: And then they see the hat and what uh. is it like what is like a head kind of peek out first before the entire entity comes out. Right. <laughs> right oh this is gonna i'm not gonna sleep tonight actually
0: you know what uh, you know this what? is a lot yeah <laughs>
1: this is a lot okay so um the the other th- feeling that happens when they break wake suddenly is a, a feeling of instant dread um when they see the hat man or they see them entering the room the most common disturbing detail that literally besides the hat then i would say the number one or number two most common detail is fear yeah so hat man is not associated with anything that's warm fuzzy soft um, fluffy anything like that they literally have said and every story that i read researching is that they wear a hat and there's fear like it is literally uncontrollable and severe fear. Um, it's described as paralyzing. Um, people can't move when they see him. And if they can move, it is only to hide by throwing um, a cover or a blanket over their head and face. So it's like, um, I know that some people have speculated that with the shadow people, Hatman encounters that it's sleep paralysis. Like it's,
0: but I had that same fear with my experience. I Mm-mm. could not move until I screamed. And it was like, it was a while. It was not. And
1: you and you weren't in bed.
0: No, it's not sleep paralysis. Yeah. I, I think you Mm-mm. could see these things during sleep paralysis. I don't doubt that.
1: Right, and right. And I know
0: they've replicated the ability to see those shadow people by putting the brain in a certain state mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that what they're saying isn't real and it also doesn't mean right. that every single situation is because of the sleep paralysis
1: exactly exactly i think it's science it's the way of science to try to explain it and so sleep paralysis has become the um, global explanation the for shadow way. people yeah it's but- like oh poo poo
0: But like, this was wide awake. You can't poo-poo. No,
1: your experience was, good Lord.
0: So I, I, when when other people say they see it, I'm like, no, I don't doubt you for a goddamn second. I think you woke up scared. I think you felt paralyzed because of your fear, not because of sleep paralysis.
1: Correct. Correct. I, 100%. Yep. 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 So um, it is because of the paralyzing fear that this phenomena has been linked with sleep paralysis. We are just discussing that, but many witnesses say they can actually move their head and other body parts during the event. So not only can they follow the, the entity with their eyes, they can move their head. So it's not, I don't think, honestly, I, instead of it being like 50, 50, sleep paralysis, I don't people. think it is at all. No. I think it's maybe maybe 25% sleep par- paralysis and it's, 75% it's just being fear. misdiagnosed. Yes. Yeah. I think it's because people want to put a label on it.
0: It makes it feel secure and in yes. a box. Yes.
1: Yes. And and how much more safe is it to say, "Oh, it's sleep paralysis. It's just you dreaming that you're seeing that." And you can't move because you're dreaming. It's so much more comforting than saying, oh, some evil black entity is just entering your room and trying to scare the shit out of you every night.
0: Right, right. But obviously, like, it's more comforting to tell a person who's freezing to death, oh, you feel warm because (laughs) you're getting warmer, not because you're dying. Right.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's like like an excellent analogy. Yeah.
0: Making people feel better doesn't change the scary reality of their situation. Situation. Oh, yeah,
1: totally, totally. So witnesses have described the hat man standing in a corner of the room
0: mm-hmm.
1: or just seeming to watch. I'm sleeping like, with a light on tonight. I know, just <laughs> like in the corner of the room, and he's just standing there watching. Others have seen him emerge from closets and mm-hmm. cupboards, and some have actually described him moving through through the room only to end up standing over the bed, uh, leaning over them.
0: No, 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 no. Yes. No. I want a different show. I want to change the channel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amanda has reached her limit. This okay. It
0: really gets me on a personal level because I know. Right,
1: right. It's, I, it's just not right.
0: It's not. No. It's like the feeling of having your home invaded, except for you can't call the cops. You can't shoot it. You can't. Oh,
1: totally. Yeah, yeah. So the deep, intense terror victims feel have led some to wonder if he feeds on the fear or the energy of the fear. Oh, great. Right. But but think about it. If everything is energy and driven by energy, that makes sense. And the way we were talking last week about lower level entities and... They feed off the higher level enti- entities, so they come in. They literally sneak into our rooms just to steal our energy. Yeah, steal our fear. Yeah, bastards. Fucking bastards. They, they can go fuck up right off. You know what would fuck steal off. my
0: fear? You want know to make me less scared?
1: Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, no.
0: a, a unicorn. Why can't you be a unicorn
1: <laughs> in my room? Why you got to be some creepy
0: guy? It's just in a like hat.
1: Monsters Inc. Okay. Yeah. Except for. In reality, you're going to get more of a reaction if you scare the shit out of me than if you make me laugh in the middle of sleeping. Because I'll just be pissed off if you wake me up to make me laugh. They just so, need to work harder. Just, I'll take just the saying. laughs instead. Thank just you. Just saying. Just saying. Okay, some witnesses see him multiple times. Um, most accounts seem to come from childhood or teenage years. Um, some have reported um banishing him never to see him again so they actually can say you know leave don't come back but the there's also stories of him coming like literally every single night and, and you gotta yeah.
0: think if, it, if they are feeding on your energy shadow people particularly happy and teenage and childhood years are full of fears and anxieties oh. and, and troubles yeah totally and if you've got an adult with some serious issues
1: mm-hmm. why not go back every night Oh, yeah. Yeah. So theories of what the hat man is, again, alien coming to observe us during the night. Okay. Again, F off. I'm sleeping. You're scaring the crap out of me. Why wake me up for yes, it? Yes, <laughs> go away. Or a multidimensional being doing the same. So the multidimensional being is coming to observe us. But the, I would argue that's not the case because why would they come at night while we're sleeping? Why not come during the daytime when we're actually active and doing things? So if you're a multidimensional being and you want to learn about our dimension, daylight hours, hello, when everybody's active and doing shit.
0: Well, and if we pull from last week's episode,
1: Mm -hmm. I know
0: a lot of people who astral project have said that um, when they start getting to those places of astral projecting frequently, Mm -hmm. even if it's not conscientiously like because you can get in deep enough rem where you astral project they say entities will be attracted to you and come to pull you into full projection because
1: they want to yeah
0: like it brings up insidious again for oh, me oh like, gosh
1: just, okay no that's where i say no <laughs> okay. Oh, not the creepy guy standing in your corner coming no, out of your closet. <laughs> no, cuz I've never actually seen Hatman, so that's okay. Um some think that seeing Hatman happens during times of um turmoil, stress, or trauma. So it's like the more emotion you're feeling, the more likely you are to see Hatman. Um when there is a flood of negative emotions within the victim. So it's not like Yay, I'm getting married. It's like, oh, I'm going to a funeral. My grandma just died. So it's those negative emotions and the negative energy that they seem to feed off of.
0: Right. And and that's fair because I feel like as humans, we... We feel those emotions more strongly than we allow ourselves to feel our positive
1: emotions. That's fair. That's that's almost fair. Uh, like, I, yeah, I can see that.
0: When we're happy, if we get like overly excited, we're childish. Mm-hmm. But if you're sad and you are in a puddle crying your eyes out.
1: That's like pure, raw emotion. That's true. Same, same with things like fear. rage or fear. Pure, raw emotion. Yep.
0: Yep. Undiluted.
1: Kay. Hand hand yep. Hand <laughs> up. Okay. So there is actually something called the Hatman Project. What? Dot com. By um it's ad administrated and researcher um researched by Timothy M. Brown Jr. And he started the project in two thousand and one.
0: Good for him. So this is
1: over twenty years, people. Over twenty years. So um And it's literally to document victim stories and try to understand the phenomenon that is currently um, the hat man. Yeah. Um, He's writing a book on it and on his theory of shadow people and the hat man. He states encounters are on the rise and he wants everyone to know about this entity. And so in his book, he's he actually and I Gosh, I wish he would share some of his thoughts on his website, but he's he's saying, I'm writing the book. So obviously, he's still compiling all of his stuff, but he... Is going to release that book for free once he has written it.
0: That says a lot about
1: yes, because he has had his own experiences, and that's why he researched this so heavily. Because he's like, I want other people to know about this. And yeah. I want other people to know what I have discovered and what what I have what I have learned about the hat man. So um he actually has where you can go log on to his website and tell your story and so you can also log in and read other people's stories um oh
0: you've got stories don't you? Uh,
1: i do have a story okay so this happened um during high school um i was actually part of a theater group that was outside of high school so it wasn't associated with my high school it was like a a separate kind of like i guess it was like more of a community acting group okay so not associated with high school and one of my great friends in that group um we were at a party okay and we were at my friend's house and in she didn't have a big family room and so we were actually out in the garage and had a carpet out and blankets and pillows and we were all talking and he started telling us about his hatman And I'm sitting there and I'm going, what? What is he talking about? But he actually, okay, so peeps, I just have to, okay, a caveat. This was probably 1990. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he started telling us about the hat man that he would see. And it wasn't just that he would see him in his room. The hat man would follow him to like school. Uh. So he'd be like, it was happening like legitimately like any time of any time of day he'd he'd just be going about his day and then see the hat man standing somewhere in his peripheral yeah. No thanks. So we're at this party and he's telling us about his hat man. And um it was a warm day. It's in Salt Lake. We're you know, we actually had the garage door open because, you know, obviously heat and he's telling us all about this and all of a sudden he literally just freezes looks up jumps up from the floor and runs out of the garage and i'm going what is happening what is going on and so i'm standing there going why did he just why did he just run like what did he s-? like it was very very obvious
0: he saw something
1: he saw something and so I'm like what the hell is happening? And and to be completely fair, I'm a very I was a very innocent, very non-experienced teenager. <laughs> and so I jump up. I mean, obviously we all jumped up, but when he like ran, we we're like, well, do we follow him? What's going on? And so somebody ran after him. And they came running back into the garage and they literally were out of breath and said he saw his hat man while he was talking with us. And he doesn't want the hat man to be around us. So he ran to get the hat man away from us because he knew the hat man would follow him.
0: Is this friend still alive? Yes. (sighs) Yes. Yes. That's something
1: and so I'm not using his name because i i I actually didn't contact him to to see if he wanted me to share this story because no, I
0: just wonder if he's i would like to know if we can if we can find out from him. I would like to know if how long that went on if it even ever had an end
1: like if he steals if he still sees the hat man? yeah now yeah, I could probably maybe look into that that's Okay, that's a so rough
0: way to spend your life even for this a week. Is,
1: so that's the first part of the story. Oh. The second part of the story is when the friend came back in and told us that the hat man had followed him and he wanted to get the hat man away from us, I felt this overwhelming sense of fear. So I ran into the house, but I was direct line of sight still to the garage and the outside garage door so I could still see directly out into the darkness because this was at night. And I'm standing in this little teeny kitchen and um, my my other friend had followed me in there because I think we were all just going what the hell's going on? Panicking. I'd be be shaken up. Panicking. So I'm standing there and I'm looking at this direct line of sight to the blackness out of the garage door opening and I'm standing there and I could literally feel um, paralyzing fear. But it was like, I, I don't know how to say it other than those people that say a ghost has walked through me because I could feel from my feet to my head. And it was literally front to back, body chills and cold. So it literally moved from in front of me. Oh, Amanda, I'm so sorry. Literally moved from in front of me to the back of me. And I was literally just standing there. And my friend that had come in because I had spun around, she was like, what's going on? And I'm like, I can't move. I can't move. There is something Here, There is something here and it is walking through me and the look on her face, like, like I, I, I literally, and I'm sure it only lasted like maybe 10 or 15 seconds. Like it wasn't, but it felt like forever, obviously. But I remember just feeling like my feet were just rooted to the floor and I literally could not move. And I could talk to her and I could look outside, but I literally could not move. And I just remember standing there and, and thinking, okay, did the hat man like reverse course and come instead of following my friend, he actually came into the house with me. Like I didn't see anything, but the, the feeling and the overwhelming sense that I got was like, something is here. Yeah. And so eventually my friend came back and we all kind of regrouped and kind of grounded. But I will kid you not, so I went home that night and I was so terrified in my room trying to fall asleep that um, I imagined surrounding myself in white light and I literally remember laying in my room and tracing the, the outline of my room, like the corners and the ceiling with white light to protect myself. Because I was like, if that fucker followed me home, he is not getting in my room
0: i wonder if that practice is instinctual thing because i did something very similar after my experience it
1: had to be it had to be because i have no like nobody has ever taught me that shit
0: no but i i did the same thing i was like if there's something dark here i should project light and for me it was like projecting a bubble that i pushed and pushed Mm -hmm. till it was outside my whole house and i was like my house nope
1: nope yeah just fuck right off sir yeah. Yeah. I think it is instinctual because when you – it's like light versus dark and good versus evil kind of thing. It's like if you are inherently a being of light and there's something that dark that wants to intrude on you, I think that from your base core you being – Yeah, you know. And so you're like – um, I mean I wasn't super religious at the time. I mean I'd go to church maybe off and on. But the thing is is that I just remember thinking I am going to protect myself.
0: Yeah, and see yeah. see for me the thing is I would think cuz I was very religious at the time. I was mm. I was the goody 2 shoes religious. Right, right. And my first thought wasn't pray. It was create a shield of light and push it around me. Isn't
1: that crazy? What? Like. (laughs) Yeah. Like where, like, where do you get that from? I mean, it's almost like the Harry Potter and the Patronus.
0: Yeah. In a way. But like it, it, it came in like a, it came in like a basis, baser instinct. Like. Yeah. Something beyond. Like you just knew. Yeah. Just like, you You know, to step away from the edge of a cliff. It's like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's almost like that expecto patronum white light against the darkness. And it's like I'm going to expecto patronum my bedroom, my house. I am just going to put that out there so I don't even have to have it come in. Yeah. But it is. It's crazy. Yeah. That's that is crazy because I mean at the at the time, I mean Okay, this is how naive I was. I think it was only a year before this that I learned about Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> and it was, they introduced, my my theater group introduced me by actually taking me to a theater picture show to experience the whole first Rocky Horror. And so my first Rocky Horror event was like full on in my face Rocky Horror. And I was like, ugh. Yeah and, yeah
0: and see I have a lot of people, you know, either do the sleep paralysis explanation for my experience or they say mm. or they say, "Oh, something you saw in a movie made you scared and made you project that." And I'm like, "Sure, that's fine, but the scariest movie I was allowed to watch at this time was freaking Monster House and I saw that once."
1: <laughs> Hell to the no.
0: Like it's yeah. not a no. scary movie no. coming through my eyes. It was yeah visceral and real and
1: right right i don't think i ever i since that day i don't think i've ever had that intense amount of fear i would agree i've had encounters with ghosts that have scared like past that event i had encounters with ghosts and now what i think may or may not have been shadow people but i had encounters and it unnerved me yeah but it didn't scare me. No. Like that event did, and it didn't make like that event made me feel like whatever that was could come, could find me, and like come to my home. And I was like, oh no.
0: It's that feeling in yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like I, but literally, I don't think I've ever had that level of fear since that event. But um, certainly some events of fear and some other paranormal events, but not 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 to that same level. Mm -mm.
0: It's a different flavor of fear. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. And so even though I didn't see the hat man in that event, there was something there. And it was dark. It was not good. Literally scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Yeah. And so I, I 100%, I, I, I have no other explanation for it. And my friend that, um, that was, I want to say kind of haunted by the hat man, because that's almost what it is. It's like the fact that they keep returning and, and, and most reports that I did read is that it wasn't like a one-off yeah. sometimes it was so i i don't want to i don't want to venture like a percentage like 50 50 but there were some events that were a one-off and then there were other events where he would keep coming
0: well to me if you're the hat man and you feed off the fear of it the more often you come
1: oh yeah Yeah. Back to the Monsters, Inc. Once you know that a door behind that door is going to give you an excellent scream factor and the energy from that is going to be awesome, you're going to keep going back. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Randall, you asshole. You don't need to scare a little boo.
0: Go back till they go to therapy and get some stuff. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Knock it off. (laughs) You're a douche. (laughs) So anyway, I think that hat man and shadow people very real oh, I 100% tear no tear uh, no no nope. no no hard no hard no hard no hard no i honestly i'd have to say the same
0: i don't care what they are no
1: i don't i i i honestly i don't care if it's the hat man or shadow people i'm gonna have to say no too yeah I think this is... Is this one of the ones that we have, like, actually agreed on? Yeah. Usually, we're kind of split.
0: Yeah. This is one of the few that I think we could 100% agree
1: on. Rubber stamped. Hard no. Hard no. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. I like it. Um, So, if any of you have experiences
0: where you think, oh, shadow people are nice. I mean, I'd love to hear it. I'm not going to believe you. Yeah. (laughs) But...
1: But, um, also... I'm going to reach out to that friend. Yes. And I'm going to maybe see if I can get an update for us.
0: That would be kind of cool.
1: That would be kind of cool.
0: Well, until then, if you guys want to make sure that you're kept up to date on our stuff, you make sure you click the follow button on Spotify so that you get notifications when our episodes come out. Um, if you have information or if you happen to be the friend somehow listening to this already, email us, info at steepedmystery.com.
1: And follow us on Facebook and Instagram, people, because honestly, hey, you're why we do this. We want to share with you, and we want you to share with us.
0: Yeah, the more people we have in on the conversation, the more interesting it becomes, because it's it's just one of those things. The more accounts you got saying the same thing, the more it's like, oh, shit.
1: Come on. <laughs> you want to hear that follow-up. You want to hear that news flash? <laughs> For sure. All right, everybody. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.